Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Troy the Finisher. I'm greeted this morning. Who's on the line? Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. We Good share the victory. Oh, yes. You have a wonderful and blessed day. You too, Susie. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Triumph and Tuesday, Yvonne. It's good to hear your song each and every morning. God bless you. Thank you. And who else was trying to speak? Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Truman in the finishing. I'm the duty this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Charlie Tuesday. God bless everyone on the car. Hey, hey. Happy good morning. Day. You too. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Thank you. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. Happy Tuesday. This is JC. Good morning, JC. Happy Triumphant Tuesday to you. Thank you. You have a blessed day. You you as well. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Troy the Finisher. Anyone else want to say good morning? Yes, happy Triumphant Tuesday. This is Brianna. Brianna, good morning to you. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. God bless you. God bless you too. Thank you. Who was that? Who else was that? Laquita. Laquita, good morning to you. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Grand Rising. Good to hear your sound this morning. Likewise, do too. Thank you. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. We shall declare victory. Do we have any first-time callers want to say good morning? What about our brothers, our men? Any man want to say good morning to some? I said good morning earlier, Brother Michael. Brother Michael, good morning to you. Happy trying for Tuesday. Thank you. Any other brothers who want to say good morning? This is Tuesday, April the 25th. Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Troy Minnesota Finisher. Anyone else want to say good morning? 
Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Truman Definition. I'm your greeter this morning. Anyone else who want to say good morning? Good morning, Serena. This is Miss B. How are you this morning? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Miss B? I'm doing okay. I cannot complain. God is good all the time, as Miss Yvonne says. Amen to that. He is a good God. Have a great day. You have a great day, too. Thank you. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning, Mr. Danielle. Have a great good day. Good morning, Danielle. Good morning, Danielle. You have a great day as well. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyone else want to say good morning before I get started? Okay, I need everyone to please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Please look down and check your phone. Make sure your phone is on mute. Hello, my name is Charina The Finisher, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets the Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip in your walk with Christ. Be sure to continue calling in to join us for the rest of the month of April, where our monthly theme has been entitled Mindset. Declares will focus on the importance of having the right mindset to follow Christ and execute out his will. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. There is one announcement today. TNT Bible study is tonight. Prayer begins at 5.30 p.m. sharp, and Bible study will go from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You don't want to miss the teaching from Pastor LaBelle Jones. It will definitely enrich your spirit. There is one prayer request submitted by the app, and that's from Juanita Brown-Mitchell. Please pray for my niece, Kiana Jackson. She is back in ICU. She is quadriplegic from a gunshot that happened in 2021. Keep her mother, Kathy, in prayer as well. Thank you. The second uh, prayer request uh, comes from me. Please pray for Pastor, our dear own Pastor uh, Kathy LaFleur for bereavement of transition of her dear mom. Pray for her strength and her peace and comfort. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise, Angela, declaration, Natasha. Then we go right into closing comments hosted by Declare. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise, Angela, declaration, Natasha. Then we go right into closing comments hosted by Declare. The scripture for today is Matthew 18.3. And said, truly I say to you, unless you are converted, and become like children, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until they start to come off mute. I now pass the call over to the prayer warrior, Angela. Everyone, please have a blessed and awesome day. Jesus loves you, and so do I. God bless you on this morning. Thank you, Katrina. We honor God on this morning, and we are honored to be before you 
um, as we go together in corporate prayer and praise on this morning, we just want to um, lift up the name of Jesus, giving him thanks, remember those who have a prayer request, and just honor the Lord with our hearts and with our lips on this morning. So let us go before the throne of grace. Father, we give you glory. Hallelujah. We give you praise on this morning, Father. Thank you, God, for who you are. Thank you, Father, for waking us up this morning, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Father, we say we give you glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you. That our eyes opened up, Father, with you on our mind. With you on our mind, God, we, our mouths will give you praise because we say thank you on this morning, God. Father, you are God of all the earth, and we say thank you. You are God of our peace, and we say thank you. You are a merciful God, and we say thank you, Lord. Father, you are a faithful, the one and only wise God, and we say thank you, God. You are our shepherd. Thank you. Oh, God, you are God of light. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory. Oh, God, Father, you are long-suffering and persevering. Oh, God, you are our liberator, Father. Hallelujah. You are the provider, our shepherd, our God of victory. We say thank you. Hallelujah. Oh, God, God of justice, our trustworthy God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The God who heals, hallelujah. God of all comfort, thank you. Thank you for being the very breath we breathe, hallelujah. God of miracles, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you that you are our burden bearer. You're the one who forgives, full of grace and mercy, such a merciful God. Thank you. Thank you that you are a redemptive God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, our liberator. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, God. You are our joy. Hallelujah. Our peace, God. Hallelujah. The God who answers prayers, the God, hallelujah, who hears all and knows all, even before we ask God, Father, you already know, and you sent the answer, God, before we even speak, God. The God who knows all of our thoughts, God. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for eyes that are opened this morning, God. Thank you for hands that can be lifted to you this morning. Thank you for feet that can walk this morning, feet that can stomp this morning. Oh, God, a body that can sit up this morning. Even if we can't sit up, a body that can lay down, a body whose eyes are open, whose mind is stayed on you. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father. We give you praise, honor, and glory. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Because you are good and worthy, so very worthy of our praise, God. Hallelujah. Father, we give you glory because we did not choose you, but you chose us. Hallelujah. And you appointed us, God, that we should go and bear fruit. Hallelujah. And that your fruit should remain. Our fruit should remain, God. 
So God, we thank you and we praise you. You said for us to call on you and you would answer and you would show us great and mighty things, God. Father, your word said, hallelujah, that if two of us or more agree on earth concerning anything that we ask, it will be done for us by you, God. So it's more than two of us. Hallelujah. Our hearts are knitted this morning. Our hearts are one this morning. Our hearts are in agreement this morning. So God, we give you glory and we give you praise. We lift up our families. Hallelujah. Even the families that are grieving, God. We lift up Pastor LaFleur, God, as the family grieves for their loss. Hallelujah, the loss of her mother, God. Oh, God, Father, you are the great and comforting God. Father, in the name of Jesus, be the comfort that she and the family never thought that they could have. Lift, God. Lift up above the situation, God. Lift above the grief, God. In the name of Jesus, guide them. Guide them through this and bring comfort and bring peace. Hallelujah. And bring rest in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, we lift up Kiana Jackson, God. Oh, God, touch his body, God. Touch him now, God. Get in his mind, God. Get in his mind and cause him to give you praise. Hallelujah. Touch now, Lord, and heal, God. Heal and restore, God. Redeem, God. Revive, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh, God. You know the situation. You know everything that ails him at this point, God. And we're asking you for miracles. We're asking you for complete restoration. We're asking you, hallelujah, to confound the doctor's minds, God, that they would want to know who did this and who is this God and come to you and serve you in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. We pray for his mother, Kathy, that she is encouraged, that she continues to speak miracles, that she continues to speak miracles and speak life into him. Strengthen her, God. Strengthen her emotions, God. Father, you said where we are weak, you are strong, God. She needs you at this moment, God. We thank you for all you've already done, the strength you've given. She is your daughter, God. Father, we thank you for her heart now, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Father, we thank you, Father. We praise you, God. We honor you, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, we give you glory. Hallelujah. We give you praise in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Father, we bless you and we praise you this morning, God. Oh, God, we say thank you. Thank you for a sound mind. Thank you for a mind to serve you. Thank you for a mind to praise you. We thank you, God, for all you've done and all you have shifted, all you've taken away, all you have uprooted, all you have transformed in our minds on this month, God. We give you glory. Hallelujah. We don't see you the same. We're not talking the same. We're not walking the same. We're not thinking the same. We're not perceiving the same. We're not, hallelujah, speaking the same, God. Hallelujah. Our dreams are different. Our desires are different because we've had a mindset change. Our praise is different. How we get into 
enter into our praise with you. How we enter into your word is different. Hallelujah. How we lift you up is different. How we communicate in relationships is different. How we respond is different. Hallelujah. Because you've shifted our mindset, God. We have taken on the mind of Christ. You said, let this mind be in us that is in Christ Jesus, meaning we have to allow it to be in the mighty name of Jesus. So Father, as we come off of mute, we want to give you praise. We want to come off and corporately praise you, corporately thank you, Holy thank you that we're blessed when we go with blessed when we return. Thank you that we're blessed to see this day, a day that you've never we've never seen before. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that we are blessed, Lord God. Hallelujah. Our children our retirement accounts Lord. Thank you that our children are blessed. Our grandchildren are blessed. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. That everywhere that we step, everywhere that we go, we bring blessings. Thank you that we expect you to bless us because when we are blessed, you are glorified. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that we don't stop dreaming. Thank you that we take the let to dream and to imagine the lifestyle that we desire to imagine. Imagine ourselves living out of this as you designed and called us all about. Thank you, Lord God, for all that you're doing for us. Thank you for this series on the to do those Thank you, Father. Thank you for renewing our minds. Thank you for renewing our minds so that we know we can do all things. It's not us doing what can be this Thank you for our mindset. Understand that we are not in this alone. We were thank you, Lord God. 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 We Thank you for the person that will be declaring our hearts for the day. We give you praise and we give you honor. Thank you. Hallelujah. Oh, God, the beautiful sound of your beautiful children giving you praise, God. 
So, Father, as we get ready to transition into the word, God, we lift up our children, our grandchildren, every child we know, every place that they are, every school, every daycare, every at-home daycare, elementary, junior high school, high school, college, God, as they go to and fro school, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, that your angels are with them and that your angels have charge over them. Hallelujah. We uh, pray according to uh, Second Peter um, 3 and 18. We pray that they grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord. Father, we thank you for their covering and their keeping in the mighty name of Jesus. So now, Father, as we pass the call, Father, touch, Father, our declarer, Natasha. Touch her now, God, and speak to her, God. Let the oil run down, Father, her head, God. And as she speaks, let the anointing go forth, God, to heal, to unlock, to shift, to change, to separate, oh God. Let the anointing go forth and it goes down in our soul, in our soil, God, that we will produce good fruit and fruit that remains. So, Father, we thank you and we give you all the honor, all the glory, all the praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. And I pass the call now to our sister, Natasha. God bless you. Amen. Thank you for that, Angela. Um, can you confirm that you can hear me okay? Yes, we can hear you. Thank you. Thank you. Again, thank you, Angela, for that powerful prayer and ushering us into corporate praise. Um, thank you, everyone who released their sound into the atmosphere. Um, thank you for greeting and hosting, Trina. Your consistent service to this ministry is greatly appreciated, um, as is that of all the servants who contribute to making this call what it is. Our declarers who give so unselfishly of their time to study themselves approved so that they may pour into us month after month after month. Um, our greeters and hosts, thank you, who helped set the stage for a welcoming environment. And our prayer warriors, thank you for ushering us into praise and worship each morning. My fellow admin team, I want to thank you guys for keeping things moving so seamlessly on the back end. Um, and of course, I would be remiss if I did not give a shout out and a heartfelt thank you to our radical midwife for her resounding yes and for walking this thing out loud. This is more than a prayer call, y'all. It's a ministry, it's a calling. And so I'm honored to be able to share with you today. I won't be long before you. I just wanna share a few nuggets as they were down with me. And I hope that it blesses you. And with that said, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable and pleasing to you, dear God, my rock and my redeemer. So my beautiful people, today is Tuesday, April 25th, 2023, and we have been blessed to hear over a dozen teachings concerning mindset. So as we get ready to close out this month, I want to talk just a little bit about why mindset matters in the context of how our thoughts shape our life. We've heard various definitions of mindset. And I wanna talk about mindset as a particular attitude or way of thinking about something. One that can refer to an individual's perspective as well as 
the collective attitudes of a group or an organization. A mindset can be fixed. That is, one subscribes to the notion that their abilities or traits are fixed and cannot be changed. Or mindset can be growth-oriented, meaning one believes that their abilities can be improved with effort, education, and learning. And in the context of a believer, it means belief in the power of God to work with us, in us, and through us. Our mindset greatly influences our actions, our decisions, and in many cases, our overall success. Scripture teaches us about mindset, the one mindset that is focused on fulfilling earthly desires or desires of the flesh, and a mindset that is focused on things of God. Science has taught us that people with a positive mindset are often more resilient in the face of challenges and setbacks and are better able to bounce back from disappointment or failure. Additionally, Having a positive mindset is said to help attract positive experiences, opportunities, and people into your life. Mindset matters. When I was growing up and still today, if I complain to my mother and say something like, Mom, this is hard, or I can't do such and such, her consistent response to me would be, well, if you say it's hard, it is. You say you can't do it, you can't. And for a long time, I kind of just sucked my teeth quietly and thought, it's not that simple. But the thing that I've learned through experience and exposure is that, yeah, it's that simple. As we think in our hearts, so we are. Proverbs 23 and 7. What's beautiful is that we all have the power to control our thoughts. But the thing is, we must be intentional, taking every thought captive. We have to be intentional so that we do not allow all the muck in the mire to take precedence in our minds. We are a product of our thoughts, coupled with our actions. But we are bombarded by information, filled with other people's thoughts and ideas and philosophies. Therefore, it is critical that we learn develop and implement the ability to act upon and the ability to think critically for ourselves. Study to show thyself approved. Otherwise, we are beholden to the world's vision of who we are and what we should do rather than God's vision. So this requires us to be disciplined. And oftentimes, it is something we must do, we must learn to do, to learn to be disciplined in thoughts. Again, take captive and make our thoughts obedient to the knowledge of Christ. Second Corinthians 10 and 5. We demolish argument and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Our thoughts and attitudes play a crucial role in shaping our reality. And it is necessary to be vigilant in monitoring our thoughts and taking control of them. It's a call to actively engage in the process of renewing our minds and to make sure that our thoughts align with God's truth and will. Second Corinthians 10 and 5 
also emphasizes the importance of taking out those arguments and pretensions that set themselves against the knowledge of God. It calls for us to actively resist and reject any thoughts or beliefs that are not in alignment with God's truth. And instead, that we focus on building our minds on the foundation of God's word. Again, to be disciplined and intentional in our thinking. To think critically is the ability to learn, to unlearn, and even to relearn knowledge. It calls for us to be disciplined in our thinking and learning and growing in this ability to think critically. Discipline is important because it helps us to focus on what is important. Focus is a commodity. I've even heard it described as a superpower. Because we live in a world today that is competing for our attention. And we do not want to be victims to weapons of mass distraction. Distraction prevents us from developing to the level of our potential, our intelligence, and our genius, which is what God is calling us to do. So we have to learn to avoid distractions and be focused in our thinking. Hebrews 2 and 1 tells us, so we must listen carefully to the truth we have heard or we may drift away from it. Listen carefully to the truth we have heard or we may drift away from it. Staying focused on that which is important, on the truth. Our experience, our exposure, practice, persistence, patience, resilience, and reverence. All of these things impact our thought process, especially during times of challenge. In this life, we will have trouble, right? John 16 and 33 these things so that you, so that in me, you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. We all get knocked down, but our mindset determines if, how, and when we get back up. So if you find yourself stuck, perhaps you need to reexamine your thought process. The mind is powerful. We can alter what we think, feel, and do. And therefore, we can alter our lives through the power of our mind. Get your thoughts and actions aligned with God in order to reach your full potential. You've heard the saying, get your mind right. It all begins with you. The one thing that you can control, your thoughts. How you think about your trials and your tribulations can lead to depression or it can lead to deliverance. Your emotional and psychological well-being is very much impacted by how you think. So it's always a good idea to take inventory about how you're thinking. What are the inputs that are coming in and influencing your thoughts? Do you have a positive mindset? Are you focused on hope and optimism and faith, even when you have difficult situations? Do you approach life with a sense of trust in God's goodness and provision and seeing the best in people and circumstances? Having a positive mindset also means 
that you have an attitude of trust and faith in God even when the situation is difficult. It means that you believe that God is in control and that God has a good plan for your life. Ephesians 4.23 tells us to be renewed in the spirit of your mind. You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your mind and to put on the new self created to be like God and true righteousness and holiness. John 6.63, the spirit gives life, the flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you They are full of the spirit and life. The spirit, an invisible force. Speech and words are conduits of thought. Our thinking drives what we speak. The unseen force behind words, those are our thoughts. The speech is our thoughts clothed in language. So we've heard it said before, watch your thoughts. Your thoughts become your words. Watch your words. Your words become your actions. Watch your actions. Your actions become your habits. Watch your habits. Your habits become your character. Watch your character. Your character becomes your destiny. Your destiny is your life paid for with your thoughts. Let that sit for a moment. The power of your thoughts to determine your destiny. Your life is aligned with your thoughts. Your life chases your words. What you think matters. Because what we think It determines who we are. It determines what we do, what we acquire, where we live, what we accept, who we love, who we become, where we work, what we accomplish, what we read, what we speak, how far we go. All from what we think. Change your thinking and you can change the reality in your world. We've heard it said that you will never go further or accomplish more than your thoughts allow. Your feet cannot take you where your mind has never been. That's why visualization and meditation is such an important part of the process of growing and moving higher and becoming all that God calls you to be. What are your thoughts focused on? Are you looking in the rearview mirror or are you looking ahead? Do you spend more time thinking about your life, the life that you want, or do you think about the life that you don't? Are you putting thought into your future self, your future life? Are you praying and asking God for God's thoughts and plans for your life? Albert Einstein is credited with attributing his creativity to God. The quote goes, I get the thoughts of God and the rest are minor details. 
are you focused on the minor details or are you focused on God? What you focus your attention on grows. It grows in relevance, importance, and impact how you speak about your life. So ask yourself, are you setting your mind on things above or are you setting your mind on things of the earth? Colossians 3 and 2 says, this is a verse that encourages us to focus our thoughts and minds on spiritual things rather than what's in the world. It's important to have a spiritual mindset that is focused on God and God's way rather than our own desires and ambitions. Having that mindset and ultimate goal to please God should be what we are seeking and seeking God's will for our life rather than pursuing our own wants and needs. We've heard the term kingdom used a lot, kingdom mindset, but what is that? What does it mean? It's a way of thinking and living that's aligned with the values and principles of God's kingdom. It's being focused on God's will and purpose for our life rather than the world around us. Do you have a mindset that is characterized by humility, servant leadership and love, compassion and generosity? That's kingdom. Is your mindset rooted in the belief that God is in control and that we are called to partner with God and God's work? Is your mindset focused on an eternal perspective and not just the temporary things of this world? Are you seeking God first to guide your thoughts? Matthew 6 and 33. But seek first God's kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. It's a process. It requires intentionality, focus, and discipline. Romans 8, 12, 1 through 2 says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. I like, that's the NIV version. I like the message version. Place your life before God. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for God. Don't become so well-adjusted to culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognizing what God wants from you and quickly able to respond to it. Unlike the culture around you that's always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings out the best in you develops a well-formed maturity in you. How beautiful is that? 
to offer yourself to God as a living sacrifice, just in our day-to-day. But again, it requires us to be focused, intentional, and disciplined, because we know there are so many things competing for our attention, which is why it is so crucial that we make the time and we take the time to just be in relationship with God. Isaiah 43, 18 through 19 tells us, forget the former things, do not dwell in the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. God is always doing something new. But are you ready for the new thing that God is doing for you? Is your mindset prepared? Mark 2:22 says, and no one pours new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the wine will burst the skins, and both the wine and the wineskins will be ruined. No, they pour new wine into new wineskins. So get your mind right and get ready for exceedingly and abundantly more above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works within us. And to him, the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus, and to all generations forever and ever. Scripture tells us that God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than we can ask or think. So we need to set our minds on the things that are above, not on what's on earth as Colossians 3 and 2 tells us. Focus our thoughts and our mind on spiritual things rather than worldly matters. Make sure that we have a mindset that is focused on God, on God's way, rather than our own desires and ambitions. Again, our ultimate goal should be about pleasing God and seeking God's will for our lives rather than our own wants and needs. Seek first his kingdom, and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you. And that concludes my declaration and my share. I hope that I said something that gave you pause to think about how you are being mindful of your thoughts and how your thoughts impact and lead your life and just the importance of being disciplined in our thought process and where we are spending time with our thoughts. So I thank you. Father God, I thank you for this opportunity to speak before your people. I pray that something I said will touch someone, that they can use it as they move forward. And we thank you um, just for loving us and giving us the opportunity to uh, be closer in relationship with you as we grow. In your name's sake, we pray. Amen. And so with that said, I am going to open the call up for a second greeting. If there's anyone on the call who didn't get a chance to say hello in the greeting, we would love to hear your sound. And what we'd like to do is start first. If there are any new callers on the line that would like to say hello, um, we would welcome you to do so. And if we don't have any new callers, then we'll open it up to the men who are on the line. 
But do we have any new callers today who would like to say hello? New callers or anyone who's been on the line who has not spoken before? Good morning, Ms. Diane. Good morning, Diane. Any new callers who'd like to say hello? Hi, good morning. Um, my name is Kemper. Your name is, I'm sorry, Kim, did you say? Kemper. Kemper? Yes, ma'am. Hi, Kemper. Welcome. Hi, Kemper. Who invited you to the call? <laughs> <laughs> Someone's excited to hear you. Who invited you to the call? Yolandra. Yolandra. Well, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Welcome. Thank we you hope you'll come back. I will. Thank you, too. And amen. Good morning, Kemper. This is Pretty Patrice. Good morning, woman of God. Great declaration. Amen. Beautiful. Do we have any men, any of our fellows that want to say hello for our ladies have at it? All right, ladies. The floor is yours. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. All right, brother E. All right. Yo, yo. Good morning. All right. You man gave, gave me like two, gave us two seconds. I'm a represent for the man. Good to hear good you, morning. sir. Appreciate it. Uh, good to hear your declaration. Young Thank sister. you. Uh, God bless you. Great declaration. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Any other brothers? Hey. Yeah. Hey, family. Stephanie's on the call. Uh, thank you for blessing me this morning. Great declaration. Good morning, Cedric. Thank you. Good morning. Good to hear your sound. Any other brothers want to say hello? All right, all right. Anybody else? The floor is open. Whomever would like to greet who didn't get a chance to. Good morning, Natasha. It's Denise. Great declaration. Hey, Denise. Good morning. Good morning, Natasha. This is Denise. How are good you? Morning. Good morning, Mama Jerry. I'm well. Good morning. Good to hear you. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Thank you. Anybody else? Can you hear me? Yes, hey, Jubilee. Hey, that was powerful. I mean, very thought-provoking, um, being mindful. That was that's powerful um, decoration this morning. Thank you. Went into today. <laughs> Good morning, Ms. Leomia. Great decoration. Thank you. Good morning, Mother Leomia. Good to hear your sound. Thank you. Good Anybody morning, else? Natasha. This is Angela. God bless you. I love your declaration. Absolutely. Thought-provoking. And I love it when you said discipline is intentional. Be intentional and build our mind on the word of God. Excellent, my sister. Thank you for being used by the Lord on this night. <laughs> Have a good day. You too. You too. Anybody want to say good morning? Good morning. I want to say good morning. Good morning. Great declaration. It's Krishanda. God bless you. Good morning, sister. Good morning. This is Juanita. Great declaration. Hi, Juanita. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning, great morning, God morning. Uh, awesome declaration. It's magnificent. 
Hi, Magnificent. Good morning. Thank you. Well, we can go into Love, Life, and Victory if anyone wants to have any added commentaries, any thoughts, anything that was pricked Hey, good morning. This is Tanya, yeah. not Tanya. I want to jump it off. Um, good morning. I, I, as I listened, uh, good morning, sweetheart. As I listened to Never Again, Natasha, my mind went reeling back to those those brief occasions when you would speak, um, mm. generally generally followed and including tears. Um, <laughs> but every time you spoke, every time you spoke, it was something that's powerful. And then to hear you stand flat-footed today and uh, mm. let the word just run off your tongue like, you know, you're an expert. And, you know, the cool thing is that because you um, – you, uh, do the schedule. You can schedule yourself in there, you know, as as often as you want to 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 share. But really, on a serious note, I'm so proud of you. I can only imagine Thank that uh, God stood up and popped his collar. He might even <laughs> walked around and put his. This, this how I. This is my sanctified imagination. Sometimes I imagine God just standing up. Yeah, that's my girl. See, I knew she was going to do it. Y'all see her? You see what she's doing? You hear her? Can you hear her? Yeah, see, I told you she could do it. And then mm-hmm. I, I just see him putting his thumbs under his suspenders, you know, like old men do, and just <laughs> rubbing the sun up and down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not that God wears suspenders. I, I, I have no idea what he wears. It's just my sanctified imagination. Super, super proud of you. Keep going. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Good morning, Sister Tasha. Good morning. Uh, you, I, I came in in the middle of your declaration, and you was giving us some points on uh, what lead up to our, and I, uh, you know, I, I was hoping that you could go over those uh, points uh, real quick. You was talking about our thinking and it, you know, and our character and our destiny. And I, I I missed the beginning parts of those points you was you were sharing on. Oh yes, yes. That um, I was speaking to um, a statement about the importance of how your thoughts basically govern your destiny, and the process of um, and you can you can you can find this if you just kind of Google. Watch your thoughts. Your thoughts become your words. Your words become your actions. Your actions become your habits. Your habits become your character. Your character becomes your destiny. And so just the idea that, you know, what we think is manifest through our actions, which leads to ultimately our destiny because it shapes our character and who we are and, and what we do on a on a day-to-day and ongoing basis. And again, the beauty of it being that we have the power to control what we think, which ultimately influences, you know, who we become in our destiny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That was, that was good. I came in in the middle of that, you know, and (laughs) I heard you, you know, mention um, discipline, right? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's sometimes you know Jeff. Jeff always been sort of you know slack in his discipline, but uh, 
yeah, I, I needed all those bullet points. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, discipline, that is, that's, that's not the easy part, right? Because the flesh wants to do what it wants to do. <laughs> yeah. Anybody else? Hey, good morning, Natasha. Hold on, sir. You know, I'm all with the vacuum cleaner on. So y'all, y'all know I'll be working for real at the school. This is Dee. Okay. <laughs> good morning, sister. Oh, hey. my goodness. I love you. Thank you for sharing. And got to get the mind right. And I'm learning with mindset. Um, the renewing of the mind is so important. There's a lot of things for me that growing up, I just kind of inherited, you know, some watching my mom or grandmother, other family members. I was like just picking up habits of other people and not saying it's wrong or right, but people do what they know, what they were taught. So just mm-hmm. yesterday in dealing with my two-year-old grandchild, there are some things that I did because my mama did, because my grandmother did, but um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm choosing to do different with, with my grandchild, if that makes sense. And it's really tripping my children out because they're like, wait, 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 where's the mama we had? But I said, you know what? I've learned to just have a different mindset when it comes to discipline. And some people probably think, oh, she running all over her. No, but I'm learning patience at this age to not know, you know, and they can, they call it gentle grandparents, you know, whatever. But it's just a mind thing and a renewal of a mind because it starts young for kids. And so I'm just hoping that as River and my other grandchildren are growing and when I have them, I don't want them to, I want them to respect me, but not fear me or not flinch or, you know, it's just different. So I'm just, I just learned that it's a renewal of the mind in everything. And there's some things that we don't even know we do because we are so attached to us. We're attached to it. Well, that's just the way I am, but you want to renew your mind and we can control our feelings. And one thing I am so grateful for every day when I wake up and I'm in my right mind, we can't take that for granted because there's so many people that don't have a sound mind. And I'm True. just grateful for that. So I'm grateful for your share, Natasha. I love you. Love you too. Love you too. Yeah. That you, you made me think about talking about and the discipline. When you know better, you do better. Right. There was a time, place of things that we may have had to do. It. But as we gain more knowledge, um, things change, and sometimes you have to adjust accordingly, or you should. That's part of growing and, and growth. So uh, good for you in that regard. Anybody else? Wait a God? minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold up a minute. <laughs> beautiful, 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 Taj. Hey, hey, girl, I get it. I get it. No, not only do I get it, I receive it. I love the quote. I have to always, um, you know, remind myself. Sometimes it's better to be quiet and and study a thing than always to be quick to always to say something. So, man, your declare this morning was on it. I love you, sis. I absolutely love, love you. Appreciate <laughs> Thank you. Anybody else? Any other comments? This is Pretty Patrice again. Good morning, Natasha. Hi, Pretty. It was so many great nuggets in there. Your share and your declaration, it was so full. So thank you so much for feeding us this morning. Excellent job. My pleasure. Uh, Thank you. 
Good morning, Natasha. This is Jubilant. Hi, Jubilant. Hi. As I was listening, I'm like, was just that I came in on that uh, that that watch your thoughts. It's funny because I made um, with the kids and I had made a little uh, um, song, or you know, like a little chant off of that. But um, I was thinking, you know, um, you know, you being intentional with your thinking and stuff like that. Now, what about you? Probably covered this in the early part. But what about okay? Like, how do you deal with those? You being okay. I'm 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 being have become more aware. You know, as far as being intentional, being more aware of what I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm. But what about those thoughts that are intrusive? And how do you deal with like those intrusive thoughts as well as now I know what I'm thinking about. You know, dealing with counteracting that. Hmm. That's making sense. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense because they, they pop up, right, they, for any number of reasons. Um, I can only speak from my experience in saying that I have had to um, be aware of thoughts, acknowledge them, and then replace them, you know, especially if it's something intrusive that is going to take me somewhere where I don't want to go. And I've been there before. Like I will literally say to myself, you know, you know where this is leading to. We're not going to do this today. No, we're not. And I'm going to replace that thought with something. I think about often. Um, I want to say Philippians four and eight. Maybe that one's it. Thinking about things that are lovely and pure and just, and really asking yourself the question: Is is this a thought that is pleasing? To God, is this a thought that is lovely? Is it commendable? Is it praiseworthy? Is it beautiful? Um, and it it becomes almost about being really protective of your mind and what you allow into your thought process. So those thoughts are going to come up, right? The things that we don't necessarily want to think about, whether it's just something that's sitting around that we need to deal with, because that could be part of it. We haven't dealt with it. Or if it's outside influences because it's something we see or we hear that pops in. But learning how to guard your mind and to replace those thoughts with something that is more uplifting um, becomes important. And it's not necessarily an easy thing to do. It takes practice and it takes being intentional. And I think to your point, one of the first things is to recognize it. Because oftentimes we can let our thoughts run away with us. Right, you get these thoughts and emotions, and that aren't necessarily positive. And before you know it, you know you sliding down a wall somewhere because you're not paying attention, because you're not being intentional about saying, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, we're not doing that." No, 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 no. And I'm thinking right now about Sister Tan talking about getting some pots out, and you might have to go banging around the house, <laughs> put on some worship music or something else. You know, you got to be intentional about making an active effort to counteract those thoughts when they come up because they're going to come so you just have to have a strategy for negating them and fighting against them if that helps oh yeah that does you know um like i like the part where you say you know are these thoughts kind of lining up with uh philippians 4 8 um so i'm gonna because like i've been that's one thing i have been trying to do is be more mindful of what i'm thinking about and Mm -hmm. if i'm Busting at myself, but then they still keep coming. You know what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you know, just yeah. why I line mm-hmm. it. I basically line it up with the word, right? Come back with the word instead of trying to me trying to do it in my own strength because it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> you know? that's 
I don't know if there's someone else that wants to um, to speak to that because that is not an uncommon problem for people. Um, Good morning, Natasha. Good morning. Good morning. This is Yolandra. Good morning, Natasha. I uh, I love the tone, the gentleness. You were so calm um, when you delivered that bold uh, <laughs> and fruitful <laughs> decoration. Thank you so very, very much. I heard a lot of stuff uh, that I completely agree with. I agree with Patrice when you said um, you gave us a lot of good nuggets chew on um, and use as a mirror for our own personal lives. I also want to thank you, Natasha, because you know we're in another community and um, you reached out to me um, by text one morning and it really touched me um, mm -hmm. that you thought of me enough to do that. That, meant, that spoke volumes. So I just want to say thank you for that. Um, thank you for your declaration. And uh, I also want to say, I also have, wow, uh, been dealing with those repetitious, unwanted, unwelcome, uninvited thoughts um, that just come up out of nowhere, mm -hmm. thoughts that are designed to keep me trapped, thoughts that are designed to uh, keep me in a, in a place of coveting or you know just and, and it was it was overwhelming I felt defenseless against it not only would they come up randomly uh, you know just randomly out of nowhere as if it was a dagger trying to pierce me or, or break me right trying to keep me in a sea of unforgiveness not only just for myself and keep me grieving and mourning and uh, I also have dreams, unwelcome dreams. I mean, full-fledged dreams. And I yeah. cried out, God, and I had been praying, God, please, Lord, please help me with this. Please, mm -hmm. this is making me, this is, uh, it, it's, it's like I'm walking around every day, getting dressed, being grateful, going to work, you know, doing my thing, but at the core of my spirit, there's this, this hole, this well of grief, right? And what I've learned, what I'm learning, is not only did I have to, you know, uh, counter those thoughts of something positive, but like Juliet said, they kept coming back. They kept coming back. So what I, what I found out is that I needed to be delivered. <laughs> there, there was a spirit, there was a spirit that was yeah. binding me, that was yeah. keeping me caught up, that was keeping me spent and and yeah. and desperate. And you know, it's like, God, it's like the more, I, I talked about it last Saturday, it seems like sometimes there is so much to do with this God thing. I need to do something else. Now I need to Right? And sometimes it seems like overwhelming, right? But I'm telling you, I had a prayer session last Saturday, honey, honey, boom. <laughs> honey, baby, baby, honey. Girl, I have never experienced anything like that before. 
I've seen it, but not for me. And I just went with it. So I think, so I, I think I'm going to wrap it up with this. So I think not only, you know, do we have to speak against those thoughts, but sometimes they're on a deeper level. And sometimes yeah. we have to be delivered from yeah. those thoughts, from those, right. Because I, as a human, you know, sometimes I'm powerless over what I think, no matter how I try to thwart it, right? So there's something else I need to do. So thank you, Natasha. I love you, Mama. Thank I love you. you. I love you. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you, Dee are you still there? Because I think you want yes, to Yes, I am. I just wanted yes. to speak to what Juliet said and Yolanda and the strongholds that we have and the getting delivered from stuff because that's really a lot of it. Um, we are, some of us, well, not some of us, most of us have triggers. So those thoughts are going to come because that's what it is. It's warfare. So you're going to have stuff because you've done stuff. You have past. We all do. But you got to pull that stuff down, right? you gotta, you got to wrestle because it's a wrestle, but we're, wrestling, we're not wrestling with flesh and blood. It's what the enemy is trying to do to get us all caught up, right? It's like, like he's trying to punch us from some stuff that we need to be delivered from, whatever it is. It's like analogy, um, one of my classes, it's like you keep saying this stuff is happening. We are we have strongholds. There are things that we're holding on to because it might have felt good to us, but it wasn't good for us. So it's an attack. It's like if you dated someone, brothers or sisters, and they had a certain scent, you find yourself, don't go to the Macy counter picking up that scent because it's going to trigger. Let it go. Or don't, you know, put on that song that was your don't go to that place. There's certain things that we have to do. It's a warfare. We have to. It's just like, think about it. Anytime that any cat, you know, pull it down. Don't just play with it because it is a deliverance that's needed or you're going to stay getting sucked in to those triggers and then you're not going to be free for real. And you're going to go, well, what was me? Fight. Fight the good fight of faith because that's what it is. It's in your mind. You got to fight it because you know it's going to come in the night, the night tremors, all of that. Start before you go to sleep, no matter what. How are you going to sleep? What are you listening to? What are you watching? Read you some word. Go to Psalm 91. Pray that over you. Speak life over you it, before you go to sleep. Because it is warfare. So I just want to add that. Thank you. Thank you. This is Lisa. Um, <laughs> I want to jump in, but I want to say everything Dee Dee said. I want to give you scripture for it. This is one of my favorite scriptures. Um, first of all, amazing job. Can I tell you? I'm going to tell on myself. I, I should have sat up because I went right back to sleep. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But what I heard was good. And you were so calm. It was so good. I did hear the part. Thank you for recapping for Jeff. Um, you were like a psych. It was like lying on the couch. <laughs> it was so calm. You were so clear. You were just like throwing it out like a psychoanalyst, like a psychotherapist, like just laying it down. And what I was hearing was my favorite scripture, which was Second Corinthians ten um, and five, right? And and I just want to read a little bit of it in three, and it kind of covers what Juliet said and um, sums up with scripture what Dee Dee just talked about, right? And and if everybody would, it would answer Juliet's question according to scripture. There are plenty of other answers, plenty of other ways, plenty of other tools in our tool belt that we can use. This is absolutely one way that we can do it according to the word, and we know the word works, right? 
Um, please get the Bible Hub, pull out the Parallel Bible, do it, read it in different versions so you can get it, so you can read it, so you can see how it really works. The strongholds are the things that we talk about demolishing, but the truth is strongholds have a hold on us now once they become strongholds. So they're not easy to deal with because now they have a hold on us. Right. So I want to read, um, if you don't mind, starting at verse three in Second Corinthians chapter 10, it says, for though we live in the world, we do not wage war as though um, the world does. Right. And that's the New International Version, New American Standard Version. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish, destroy, get rid of the strongholds, right? That's verse um, four, verse five. We demolish arguments, arguments, you hear me? Arguments and every pretension that sets itself against the knowledge of God. We demolish arguments and every lofty opinion or every lofty thought. We're talking about the things we think about, everything that pops in our heads, the stuff we just finished talking about, that raises itself against the knowledge of God. That stuff that don't make sense, the stuff that's contrary to the word of God. And we take every thought captive to obey Christ. If we take stuff captive, that means we literally, in the Greek it talks about taking it and locking it up and putting it in jail. And when we talk about obeying Christ, then we make it line up to the truth of the word of God. I hope that makes sense. And we will be ready to punish every act of disobedience once our obedience is complete. We line ourselves up with the truth of the word of God to the best of our obedience. We take every single thought that's contrary to the word of God. We take every thought, we demolish it, we pull down those strongholds. Read the other versions. That's what it does. That's what it says. Pulling down those strongholds, bringing those thoughts, those every lofty ideas, everything contrary to the word. We take it every time it comes. How many times? Every single time it comes. How often? Every time. And we take those thoughts and we take them and put them in jail and lock them up so that they don't become strongholds like you talked about and patterns and ways of life and behaviors and we deal with them when they come and we lock them away so they don't um, take hold of our lives and we bring them under the obedience the truth of the word of God for our lives that's how we deal with them as often as we need to And literally, if you're talking about beating on pans, you can literally, if you need something physical, take your hand, put it up to your head, ball up your hands, and pull it down. If you need something physical to do, take that thought when it comes, take your hand, put it up to your head, and take that thought and pull it down and bring it down to the obedience of when that devil tells you a lie and says you are not, you can say, I am. When he tells you you can't, you can say, I I can do all things through Christ Jesus that strengthens me. When he tells you you are not enough, you can say, I am more than a conqueror. 
to him that loves me. I'm an overcomer. We bring every single lie that devil tries to bring us with the truth. We counteract it with the word of God. This is how we bring Philippians 4, like you were telling us, into now play. And we start replacing those lies with the truth of the word. And it starts to etch the truth of God's word in our minds, like Dr. Phil talked about yesterday, which is really in our hearts. And we start to believe it. Instead of believing the lies we've believed for so long, we replace those lies with the truth of God's word. I just wanted to share that. Love you, sis. Great, great share for what I heard. <laughs> and I Thank know it was good. You're amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Sister Tosh. Good morning. That, yeah, that was good. I heard, was that Brother Jeff that I heard? Or? Yes. And Krishanda. I heard more person. Just to get an order. Okay, Brother Jeff and then Krishanda. Go ahead. And another thing um, about those impure thoughts that invades my mind, right? That uh, mm-hmm. that I when they come in and I don't want them to be there, right? I like what um, Yolanda shared about it. I I had to be delivered uh, mm-hmm. from a particular thought process I used to have when I was strung out on on drugs. I used to, you know, go to bed at night thinking about getting high and I wake up in the morning thinking about getting high and before 12 noon I was loaded. And I am so grateful that I've been delivered from that thought process, right? Because that mental obsession was uh, overwhelming. Mm -hmm. But but today, like when I have those those impure thoughts, you know, um, in other areas, one of the things I do, because sometimes you know, some of those thoughts I used to meditate on, you know, because I I, I I liked it though. I didn't want to I didn't I didn't want to cast them out, cast them down right away. I was enjoying them, right? God had to let me see myself, Jeff. You you meditating on these thoughts. You know, you you catching the feeling behind these thoughts. The next thing you know, Jeff, you you gonna go act out on them, right? So, mm-hmm. like 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 Brother Phil was saying yesterday, you know, Jeff, you got to be the gatekeeper of, of your thoughts, of your mind, you know. And so I, I can't be playing with these 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 impure thoughts right that enter in without my permission i have to i have to have the willingness to cast them down with with force right away right and and sometimes what i what i use this is a tool that i use often many times a day i begin to pray in my heavenly language right and 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 i began to to sing in my heavenly language right because I, I got a little personal praise song, right, for me and, and God, right? And, and I got, I get to singing and praising him, right? And, and so yeah. so that I, that thought don't connect with the feeling, right? And I begin to meditate on it, right? Because it was something that I, I like to do, right? Huh? So I find that it's power in, in, in uh, uh praising God in my heavenly language until I could come up with uh, the scriptures, you know, like Sister Lisa just said, and speak 
to that thing and cast it down and, and, and until it leave. And, and the devil going to come back, you know what I'm saying, because, you know, this carnal flesh going to always a, attempt to try and entertain, you know, the flesh. But every time I, I say, Lord Jesus, glory, hallelujah, I begin, I go into my heavenly language, praising God and singing to God, and that, that thought, it cannot stay. It has to run away. Gotta so that's go. just one use that I use. Thank you. That's all I got. That's good. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing that. Krishonda? Krishonda, are you still there? I am. Good morning. Good morning. Loved your declaration. Thank you. Um, I loved your declaration, General Natasha. You, like Tanya said, were so flat-footed like a soldier, like a general, giving us this word with such a rich sound. I felt like you were the general giving us instructions calmly to calm our nerves so that we can get our minds set, our minds together for battle. Thank you so much. So, so proud of you. So excited for your next. God bless you. Thank you, sis. I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you guys have some great commentary. Who, who is that? This is your um, Geraldine. I just wanted to kind of jump in there, too, with everyone else. Um, the scripture that came to me, you know, and I'm I believe that Dr. Lisa also uh, spoke this is uh, casting down. You know, when we come up against uh, spiritual warfare attacks, uh, premedit- our premeditated thoughts, as uh, Brother Jeff was saying, we sometimes get ourselves in. We've already thought the thought. So, but um, in Second uh, Corinthians ten, I uh, and. Let me, let, it says five to seven. So casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing it into captivity, every thought to the uh, obedience of Christ. So before we even think the thought, the first thing we should do is begin to get that word. And what does the word say? Thank you for, as you told us this morning, we got to get our minds right. Truly, we do. We have a, a host and a plethora of word, but uh, not enough uh, of us are really getting in and, and really chewing on it. So that way, when we come up against these uh, situations, uh, even though you you can um, you can just hold back, don't say anything. The best thing, so the battle is not ours. Sometimes it belongs to the Lord. Thank you so much. Excellent declaration on this morning. Great conversation. Thanks. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate your appreciate your feedback. And a lot of your commentary reminds me again that we we really have to be different about guarding what we allow to come into our into our mind. And you know, we live in a world who is competing for our mind. They want our attention and the garbage that they're trying to cycle in is just that. It's a lot of garbage. 
And it's very easy if we're not paying attention to allow stuff to seep in. I mean, even when you're diligent, you can't help but so much stuff to just seep in because we're in the world, right? Um, but we don't want to be of the world. And so it definitely um, does present the challenge in being disciplined and intentional about our minds. And Yolanda, what you said about um, sometimes feeling powerless just reminds me how we're not in this alone, right? We're called to be in relationship with one another. We need community. And so it is appropriate to, to seek help when we are struggling with things that we find um, challenging to to deal with on our own. Um, my therapist told me one of the strongest things a person can do is ask for help. <laughs> you know, people have, for so long, we have seen it, especially in certain communities, as a sign of weakness. But to the opposite, it's not. There is um, power strength and and being connected to one another and being open and being and vulnerable and you know that is our path to to healing. If the enemy can keep us in shame and in isolation, then the enemy can have have his way with our minds and and can defeat us. But that's not that's not our walk, you know. And if you're connected to this call, then you you have an opportunity for it to be different if you're finding yourself in that kind of kind of situation. So I'm I'm just grateful um to be connected to, to all of you um and to have the opportunity to to be here and um to be with you all. So thank you. Anybody else have anything they want to share? Otherwise we can get some time back this morning. It is about twenty minutes after the hour. All right. I will say a quick close out in prayer. Going once, going twice. So, Father God, we thank you. Thank you for this opportunity once again just to uh, see another day, Lord God, just to um, experience a day we've never before seen, won't see again. So we thank you that your grace and your mercy is new every day. We ask for your continued hedge of protection as we make our way out into the marketplace or wherever our day may um, the day may take us. And we thank you for your grace and your mercy and your continued protection around us. We ask that you would continue to protect um, all of those under the sound of my voice and those that are connected to them. And we thank you uh, for your love and your kindness and your patience with us. Just so gentle and so loving and so kind. And we are. So, so appreciative of all that you do for us. And we hope that our, our actions will be pleasing in your sight. So we ask forgiveness for anywhere that we may have fallen short, said or done things that, that we shouldn't have done um, as we seek to um, become more of who you are calling us to be. We thank you. In your name's sake, we pray. Amen. All right. Amen. And have a great day. Have a blessed and productive day. Have a blessed day. Amen. Happy blessed.